Well, hey, Gundam Maniacs. Welcome to the Gundam Explained Show. Let's see, it is July 27th, so it's getting to the end of summer, and I kind of can't wait for it to end. Although, I don't know about in Texas if it's going <laughs> to end anytime soon. It's just been so hot. And speaking of hot, Steven's here with us. Hey, Steven, how's it going? <laughs> hey, how's it going? I don't know about hot, but uh, but I'll, I'll take humid, maybe. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, no, it... What's cool though is, um, wow, I'm, I'm saying all these puns accidentally. Uh, what's cool though is, you know, uh, I'll be in North Carolina this weekend. There's a little meetup going on. Um, I think that's uh, going to be a nice time where I get, get to like, me and you talking to person is going to be crazy, but to see the yeah. other supporters too um, of both of our channels, which is awesome. It's kind of like a multi channel uh, meetup. And, um, you know, another cool thing about it is, the weather. I, that's what I'm looking forward to because here in Texas, it's been in the hundreds. It's going to be in the 70s. It's going to be nice. Um, yeah. A little hot flight. You're, you're trying to get away from the heat. I think, um, so, you know, there's there's the term for New Yorkers that go down to Florida during the winter. They're like oh, snowbirds. Right. Um, what, what do you call Texans that go north for the summer? <laughs> like, yeah, to go north <laughs> for the summer. That's that's a good one. I, I have no idea. I'm going to have to come up with something. Yeah, um, I'm sure someone's got to have something. Hopefully, if not by the end of the stream next week, I'll have something because I feel like that that right there is testing my improv skills, and I'm I'm trying to be on point with that. Um, I'm trying to put you on the spot. Yeah, no, that that's. But dude, you're decked out. You got the AE shirt. Oh yeah, and that was made by um, uh, by John Jocelyn. Yeah, the yeah yeah yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, the hat rocking the. Arc 72 hat can't go wrong there. You know, I, I wish that I had a better excuse than just my hair is really greasy today. So I was like, oh. I'm just going <laughs> to bury it. And... <laughs> well, speaking of clothing, I've got a little sneak peek here. That so is looking sharp, my friend. Exclusive merch that will be in North Carolina this weekend. So, um, yeah, look forward to that for whoever is going to be joining us. Um, but yeah, for today's show, um, we're going to talk some video game stuff, like GBO2's got its anniversary. There's some more Gundam Evolution drama that I want to get into. Uh, also, um, some awesome Gundam action figures have been announced. I'm really into that. You know, it's not the Gumpla per se. It's, you know, the, the figures. And the Robot Spirits line, I've been loving that line. And they just announced something that just blew my mind. It's exactly what I want. It tells me they're going in the right direction with uh, the Robot Spirits line. They're going to do so much cool stuff. Um, and then from your stream yesterday, which was really interesting because we were talking about like variables used in tabletop games. And by the end of it, we talked about how that should be implemented in video games more yeah. because it really like tabletop stats are implemented in video games anyway. Yeah. And so, I mean, it was, it was definitely that I, I love when we get into those kinds of conversations because you know, we start kind of tying the threads between tabletop and video game. And then most importantly, it's it's all Gundam related because these are these yeah. are the types of stats that pop up in GBO2, which, you know, happy that's... birthday, GBO2. Oh, like... yeah. That's the thing that stuck out to me when you were showing your um, like enemy generator. I think there was a more specific name for it, um, right? I mean, that's pretty much all it is. Yeah. It's okay. Like Dungeons and Dragons 5e enemy generator. So, okay. Because what was cool is you were, you know, showing the numbers, which reminds me in GBO2 when I'm looking at the stats. But then you had the 
the other little, I guess, attributes or something or skills or some more specific things that reminded me of the skills in GBO2. And that really cemented the fact that, like, not only have video games taken from tabletop RPGs, but that I think they can continue to do so together, you know, and yeah. bounce off each other. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, uh, I am tempted, in fact, to adopt some of those skills out of GBO2 and pull them into Gundam 5e, for instance, and sort of recycle, oh, yeah. you know, a little... Well, there's there's a Latin term for that, for like a mutual exchange. It'll come to me later. It's not vis a is it? Uh, I thought that was like that was like an ergo. V. All the only Latin I know is from the second Matrix movie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I I don't know. Um, yeah, Latin. Yeah, that's that crazy crazy stuff there. Like how they name things in Latin. I love it. Um, but. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's interesting because, like, with the skills, for instance, there's, like, maneuver armor. The idea that if the enemy is engaging you in an attack and you you shoot at them, they can they don't get stunned and they can still go. And that seems like something that would be fun to figure out how to have interpreted in a tabletop uh, game. So, yeah, check out that stream. Links uh, in the description for Steven's after stuff. This. Yeah, after, after this. But, I mean, <laughs> honestly, by now... Well, hey, if there's any new people that have joined that haven't heard of Steven's channel, yeah, links in the description. Um, we get in-depth in some cool stuff over there. Um, and some, and a lot of it, too, is you are covering things that are part of your Patreon, too. Like the, yeah, yeah, so that was, yeah. the, and, you know, obviously we're getting towards the end of the month, which means Patreon perks are going out next week. Always, always good, so. That's awesome. Um, yeah, speaking of things going out next week, you know, there was the winners of the the 4K uh, subscriber uh, giveaway, and I actually haven't sent that stuff out yet. Um, you know, not that I'm being lazy, but it's been a really busy week, so expect that stuff soon. That stuff will get out. Um, you mean you don't have your own fulfillment center and, like, a staff? <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, because I – that's the other thing. Like, I had some shirts made. I, I tried three different methods. One was doing it through my shop. I had a shirt made. Okay. You know, it was sent to me. To, and yeah. it's cool. And then I used another company to have shirts made that were sent to me. And then my wife made some. And I got to say, the shirts my wife made were, if not equal, then better than what I would have got from a shop. And I don't know, though, how long they last. I guess that's the difference, though. Like, the shirts my wife made look fantastic. Like, it literally looks just like this, which is what I ordered from another place. But I wonder, though, with the materials used when you kind of do it from home, I wonder if they break down faster, you know, after washing them. I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, um, I've heard that, like, the DTG printing is, even though it's awesome because you can do some pretty interesting things, like you can print in multiple colors like usually with oh. screen printing you know you can only do like one to four colors and the more colors you do with screen printing the more complicated it gets and they can only be solid colors um whereas with dtg printing you can have like gradients and things like that but the the inks on those break down you know pretty much the first time you wash them ah. so i mean i think that uh there's something there's probably something to be said about the homemade the bespoke aspect of it it's not just you know one of these um what do you, what do you call them a print on demand type yeah, services exactly which 
I used that and it was a little pricey, but it was because I also wanted to get it quick. And, and even though it yeah. was a little pricey, at the end of the day, it almost added up if I was to be like, okay, if I bought the shirts, the materials included the labor and then the shipping, to be honest, it wasn't bad. So, um, nice. But so this week, Gundam related stuff. I don't know if you have anything else to add other than your uh, 5e enemy generator or general enemy generator in general. Uh, you know, not really. I've been painting my little chunkies. Oh, uh, getting yeah. ready to, ah. to work on the diorama with these guys. So, dude, you know, we, uh, after- and I got a huge thing of resin to do mass 3D prints. Um, I even have some secret 3D print projects. Oh, um, yeah. I can't reveal to you what this is. There's just a recognizable yet, but... logo there, though, from it's the a, back. You know, if anyone can recognize it. No. So yeah, a little, little spoiler alert for that. But uh, but yeah, you know, doing a lot of a lot of printing lately, and uh, so hopefully, that's cool. Hopefully, we'll have some cool stuff to to look at in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I'm a fan of those those punctum uh, minifigs. I'm going to collect them. I am. I, because speaking of that, you know, you you even showed off. I think it was two streams ago where you had like the translucent blue, and it made yeah. me want to bust out my translucent blue uh, high new uh, Gundam. Hey, which, there you go. I, I mean, I would prefer your proportions. That's more my thing. But I don't know what this is. is it because it looks like candy? Even though I'm not yeah. a sweets guy, there's something about this that I don't know. Something about the forbidden Gundam. yeah i don't know what it is like i think when you're a kid the gumball machines or whatever getting all those little i think it's something like that i don't know definitely yeah um no but you know this past week too has been really big for the high new so uh we're gonna get into more uh news about gbo2 here in a second but the high new uh came out gbo2 which is pretty awesome if you think about it for like how far they go with the way they are able to, um, what's the word? When a video game make all the stats work out. Um, oh, like balancing. Balancing exactly for all the balancing they have to do. Thank you for um, all those different types of mobile suits, depending on era and cost. It's just crazy that they got to the high new. That's why it's like I hope they get to the Penelope Isai Gundam or, oh, or to yeah, see Gundam. Sure. There's I, our resident Greek. Uh, Gundam professional, he kind of helps me with the correct pronunciations, although he does admit that for most things, there's maybe two ways or more to pronounce it that are considered correct, so I try not to sure. do that. But behind me is the high new real grade uh, videos up about that. That was a fun experience. I like building real grades, but it was the first one I built that really felt like I was assembling a premium action figure. So, like, when I was done, I did not want to panel line it. And maybe I will in the future, but it was just in that moment, like, of building it and putting it together and just moving it around and shaking it. It wasn't falling apart. It had good articulation. I was going, shoo, 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 and having fun. <laughs> and I'm just like, man, this, uh, yeah, maybe I'll detail it later, but it just, it, it felt like having a premium figure where I don't touch it or do anything with it. And well, and like you said, even the plastic quality doesn't feel, yeah, you know, qu- quite as like brittle as, you know, your typical Gunpla. You're exactly model. right. I think that's one main part of it. And on top of that, 
the it, the color separation is on point so there's so many layers so it, it feels even more solid or feels like there's intentional design detail yeah intentional detail that you wouldn't but that you know hey i don't want to um take away the fact that these things are fun to customize anyway you know I, you know me i've customized sure. a bunch of gumbla um but well like you said on my stream yesterday is like it, it's it would be fun for people who want to paint those individual color separated parts yeah you know it'd be so easier. much easier to just instead of having to do the taping and the masking right. you just lay the parts out and spray them yeah no that's exactly right so i that's what makes it an awesome kit and like i think it retails for 60 but i've seen it on amazon for like 48 so I, yeah I, I, it seems like a good good value in my opinion one of the best kits but I, i'm curious here's something i want to talk about the high new real quick is like i think it's a better design than the new i just want to agree okay but I, I never liked the new gundam personally oh, okay um that's interesting yeah. that's another thing we kind of have in common like it, it's cool but it's not like like i rated it on my yeah i did the tier list of amaro suits and i put it at c right Being, and, and like, you got absolutely buried in the comments <laughs> <laughs> which it's, it's one of those where it's like c isn't bad but it's not no. like super awesome although i will say maybe the colors are cooler on the new than the high new but there you go but i don't mind the high new colors um the, and then, oh yeah, here's, I've, I've had this on my desk with me, like the, the metal build I knew Whoa. is just <laughs> a badass beast. Like, yeah, it just, it looks amazing. And it, it, it what really helps is that sort of double fin funnel look. Oh, that, yeah, absolutely. Almost, but then why is the shield that color? I never understood the yeah. shield. <laughs> the shield, like there's an add-on pack I can buy that has the, the better looking shield, but it's like $200 because it comes with a gun. You know, that hyper mega, and it's yeah. bigger than the, um, I knew. Um, but that's wild. Something I didn't realize until recently when I was like building it and making videos of it is I like how the binders on the back that the fins plug into are similar to the Sazabi's binders that the things come out. So I almost feel like yeah. the high new in the Sazabi is a better match than the high new in the Nightingale, although. I don't know too much about the Nightingale. I'll have to build it soon and do a little review. And I just know it's it's almost like a mobile armor in a way because yeah. it's so big. Um, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a pretty chunky one. And so, like, you know, to see that in GBO2, yeah. I mean, that's like... insane. We, we've been talking about how it's crazy that people have hacked GBO2, uh, the PC version, and they're playing oh, as, yeah. like, the Shamblo and stuff. Like, I mean, you soon you won't even have to hack the game to play as the Nightingale, which is about the same size as a Shamblo. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. And uh, so it makes me think they're going to eventually get to that, especially if... And, and I don't know this. If they do come out with a Penelope, is it going to stay at 700 Are they going to increase the cost? And then if they start having higher costs, then are they going to pull in, like, the bosses that they already have in the game, which would be awesome. I mean, I think that if they are going to start doing that, it would be pretty cool to see some asymmetric team battles. Yes. Where maybe you, got, maybe you have a team of four versus a team of six, and, like, one person on the team of four gets to use a mobile armor and then have, like, three minion-type units. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, games have done that, you know, like the Evil Dead game, Dead by mm -hmm. Daylight, I think it's called, Predator, where they have the asymmetrical uh, gaming anyway. So that that would be pretty neat. And and even Talos has been telling me that when... 
people will play customs and a bot and someone's using a boss the the rest of the players will actually then team up against it and yeah. that's that's pretty cool to think like that's that's kind of fun um yeah i mean what if and then what if they had series battles where it could be like zeta you know where um you can be like all the, the zeta uh people hanging out um you know i, I kind of like that thing where it's like themed you know yeah yeah that's always fun i mean and we need we need to get get the gang back together and do some more of those themed battles yeah, because like that you know recreate the odessa fight and have like three three doms versus three doms and a guian versus uh the white base yeah. crew no that was that's a good idea because we we touched on it and i think we even kind of did it but we didn't really go all the way and i think there's opportunity there to do that because that's fun, especially for record it. If we have it in spectating uh, spectator mode and someone's recording that too, um, Heck that'd yeah. be cool. And that's the thing about GBO. Like, um, you know, later on I'm going to talk more about what they've been what they've been announcing. But I feel like I talk about GBO two a lot. But I also feel like as someone that loves video games and I like Gundam, GBO two is is like this living encyclopedia I get to use, like. Because I get to go in a match. It's like, oh, I want to use this suit. And its skills are based on how it is in the anime, the mangas, whatever. And I feel like that's helping me get more information on GBO2. And I was watching another live stream of something yesterday. And they were talking about, like, how they can't wait to play the new, um, not front mission. What is it? Uh Hardcore. Armored Core, yeah, yeah. Uh, Armored Core 6, and they're like, oh, I can't wait to play a mech game. There's barely any mech games where you can be a mech and, you know, feel like you're in a mech. And I'm in the chat like, hey, GBO2 is free on yeah. PC and PlayStation. So much content, it's excellent. And then someone said, yeah, I tried it, but it's it doesn't, it doesn't uh, how do they word it? It's like, I tried it, but it's not my play style or something. And I was like, well, one, I get it. Like, Sure. It's like when you play GBO2, it can seem like it's a high barrier to entry. And so that made me think about making a video to explain when you play, here are maybe three different ways you can approach it so that you can see that at the beginning there is a feel. It's like, use this suit. Like, I feel like maybe someone doesn't like raids, or like, let's say someone does like raids, but they can't play as well with a raid. It's like, well, here's a general that also plays like a raid that might help someone yeah. get more into it. And I think, so yeah, I think I want to make a video to explain that. Cause I think that might help that I think is what is the barrier is if you're trying a certain suit and it's like, you're getting hit and stunned and falling and not knowing what to do. Sometimes it's like, I don't like this. And yeah. Yeah. I, and I, I think one it. of the big appeals for armored core fans and I can't, you know, this is speculative pure speculation because i've never played armored core myself but you know the yeah. the customization aspect is something that's very um it's very appealing about that series yeah. you know you can custom tailor a mech to be your perfect play style mm -hmm. and yeah gbo2 doesn't really allow you to do that but you do have that sort of flexibility where it's like you know like you said if you're maybe wanting to play as a goof or maybe maybe you want to play as the goof custom, but you, you're not really comfortable playing raids. Then like try the Vish Donahue goof, which is good you know point. a general type, but still has that goofy look, right? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point you bring up because it's almost like you want to use a certain suit, but you might not have fun with it, and then you might. Right. But that's the good thing about GBO too, because I've learned to love suits, 
like the pale riders from playing as them being like wow i actually like how this yeah. plays man this suit is awesome let me look it up oh that's awesome and typically i don't like playing as raids but man when i when i played as the gap lance for the first time oh, oh man cool yeah <laughs> that is i fell in love with that and, that and then of course now they just buffed it with the uh with more mobile armor form weapons so oh that's okay that's cool yeah see that's the other thing it's like sometimes the the class it is doesn't necessarily means it completely plays like that you can kind of play a little differently and i and i do enjoy that um and i know talos is working on a spreadsheet and i gotta get with him to be like let's create like a a cross class sort of database where if someone likes Generals that play like a support or supports that play like generals. Here is, you know, what you should use. And yeah, that's yeah, good stuff. So, you know, talking a little bit more about video games and the reason, you know, it, I in the title, I put like GBO2 not canceled. It almost <laughs> sounds bad, but it's like, you know, because Evolution got canceled. And here we go with GBO2 getting not only a five-year anniversary, but they still plan to support the game at least for another two years because it, at one point, I think after the three years, they realized they had five more years or something. I forget what the or Which four is more crazy. years. If you think about like the way that they drop new suits every week, that means that like that they have at least 104 new suits that they want to drop over the, <laughs> over I the, know. Course, the it, lifetime of the game. Again, I'm that's like, why I don't this, even know where they come from. Yeah, that, that's why this game's a good like encyclopedia for people that want to get into Gundam or Gundam UC is you can learn about all the different suits in in the lore. So. But with Gundam Evolution, it's interesting is I've noticed, you know, there's been a lot of drama since they've announced that it's getting canceled. And I don't know, canceled, I guess, is the word, but it'll be shut down by the end of the year. Right. No longer supported, I guess. Yeah. Sunset, whatever, whatever your preferred terminology is. Right. And the one thing from interesting things happen across different Discord servers. One in my server, uh, someone, I guess, was so upset about it that they they started talking bad about GBO2, which is one of those classic signs of, like, an emotional distress that you don't know how to handle, so then you try to point your finger somewhere else. To, uh, it's almost like blaming. And I felt bad for this person because I, unfortunately, came in with the logical standpoint of they would say, I can't believe Gundam Evolution got canceled or is getting canceled when GBO2 is blah and blah and then i would come in and be like well no technically um blah blah and then and then all i'm doing is i'm trying to fight their emotion with logic and i well think, that was your first mistake yeah <laughs> and, I, and it reminds me of sometimes you know with kids or with my wife or even me i do this too it's like sometimes you have to just kind of be you know show a little more sympathy for how they feel and not really try to like kill them with logic and that kind of reminded me i think that's kind of the the main culprit of of the the issues with social media and conversing with people online is that someone is saying something based on emotion and you don't get that because it's typing it, you're reading text sure. and <clears throat> and and then that it kind of made me think you know yeah I, I should show more sympathy for people when they do complain about you know a game like try to blame something else for evolution try to blame bandai revolution. well I, you know it's so fascinating i i love the i like to call it the app formerly known as the bird app uh but you know two years ago everybody became an amateur epidemiologist and uh i guess last year everybody became an amateur uh geopoliticist well now 
whenever they announce that a video game is going away or that uh, you know a video games getting canceled everybody becomes a game developer and yeah. publisher and they all you know the the opinions are just so expert and so well crafted i'm like man you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I know what you mean. Where's where's your multi-million dollar company? Because I swear you know more about video games than anyone who's ever touched a game engine. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I know what you mean. And, you know, um, you know, looking in the chat, I, you know, unfortunately, I think someone knows who I'm talking about. And I mean no disrespect. It's I, I thought that was a, a learning experience for me, too, because I saw that they were emotional. They were wanting to speak down about something else that's not related to it. And I again, I came in with logic. Shirt lad came in with some good logic. I uh, uh, Talos came in with logic, and I, and I was like, you know, that's not what this person needed right now. This person no. needed someone to sympathize with them to, yes. not engage. Hey, hey, we we grieve with those who grieve. Yeah. You know, yeah, um, exactly. And that's the thing. Like, I don't care about the evolution game, but I do in terms of it being part of the Gundam, you know, uh, zeitgeist. Like, yeah, whatever. The <laughs> and and so then there is another server I'm on, and this one's a private one. But they started posting Reddit threads of people saying, hey, how can we make this game survive? What can we do? And they would, like, trash on these people. Like, what are, what are they wasting their time doing this for? And, and I'm just kind of like, well, let them. They're passionate about it. You know, I, I think yeah. taking the time to talk down to people that are excited about something is is like very hypocritical <laughs> yeah i mean it's uh honestly i think that you bring up a good point in both of these uh experiences is yeah. that really people should focus on the positive aspect of what they're trying to do yeah. you know to, to these redditors that are trying to save gundam evolution they might not save gundam evolution in the way that they're thinking like oh we're going to convince bandai that there's this fan base there that there isn't but like what we talked about on your show last week you know there's these abandonware games that fans have been so uh, enthusiastic about that they will create private servers and that they yep. will continue to host and support these games even after the publisher has given up on them. I don't see a problem with that. And if that's the route that these people want to go to save that game, go for it. You know, absolutely. I am yep. all for it. I know. Um, game preservation. But, yeah. Game has, preservation. Yeah. Uh, you know, hey stick to physical media because like obviously the digital stuff can go away tomorrow um and so yeah i mean i think that you can you can grieve gundam evo without bashing gbo2 and you can support gundam evo without bashing those that are that it's almost like you're coming over the logic again being like well technically you won't be able to save gundam evolution and it's like <laughs> let them be passionate about it yeah and so so that's what was interesting about this because then in this private server I was in, they were saying, because you're, you wouldn't be allowed to do that. It's illegal. But technically, it's not. And I cited a document from the Library of Congress that says any game that gets shut down has the right to be up if someone can get it running um, without monetizing from it. Or if... For the original IP holder, if it somehow affects them monetarily and they can bring that forth, that happened with the Disney Toontown. So this goes back into our game preservation discussion we've been having where they changed the characters to not be Disney characters. Right. But it still exists. And then in that same chat, someone's like, well, SMT online, Shin Megami Tensei, I think I, I'm not familiar with it. They're like, 
Well, they got sued for that. Uh, the people that, and it's actually, well, technically they were charging people to use the servers. And so that's why that happened. But you can still right. play the game on Russian servers. And they were like, well, those are shady servers. It's like, no, that might be the news telling you Russia's shady, but their <laughs> servers, just like any other, uh, any other, just have good protection. You know, just watch yeah, what you're I clicking. Mean, yeah. Ultimately, uh, the, the server itself can't be shady because it's yeah. just a storage device. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. and, um, you yeah, might and that's not the thing. With, yeah. Yeah. You might not agree with the people that are hosting it, but, you know, then host your own. It's not. <laughs> exactly. And so. so and then yeah, I was but, bringing up like a, a bunch of other examples of games where they were saying this game got shut down. I was like, yeah, and you can still play it. This game, you can still play it. If, if the community is passionate enough and big enough, they can get an old game to play. And if you're not infringing on monetary gain or uh, copyright in a certain aspect, it will work. Now, if the game doesn't get brought back, it just means there wasn't a large enough following that happened to have a bunch of badass developers as part of it. <laughs> right. Um, but, you know, considering how Gundam fans continue to insist that developers are lazy, I, you know, I can only <laughs> assume that there are a strong contingent of game developers in the Gundam uh, community that would that would happily redesign Gundam Evo. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then come up with their own skins or whatever their suits yeah. or whatever. I don't I don't know. Um, but you can't charge for the skins. <laughs> yeah. In, it, yeah, that, that's right. At the end of the day, <laughs> no yeah, they wouldn't be able to charge for it. Which, which honestly... You know, it, now that we're talking about it, like that could actually improve Gundam Evolution is the fact that you're kind of removing the the monetization model that makes it yeah. kind of not fun. <laughs> yeah, which could have led to its demise. You know, we don't we don't know exactly. But um, and so let me then I'm going to do a screen share here real quick. Um, so there was a few things I was looking at. Uh, so, again, the Gundam Evolution petition petitions don't always work. But sometimes they do. One was, I think, in this, uh, I forget what, yeah, SimCity. SimCity had this online-only aspect. People didn't like it, so they put a petition up to get that removed. EA listened. Um, Grand Theft Auto V, um, that would, there was a petition to bring that to PC, although that could have already been planned anyway, but then eventually right. it came out on PC. You, you know, um, and I also think that was kind of planned because Rockstar's in an uh, interesting position where they can sell a game twice, three times or so. <laughs> they know people are going to buy it again. Um, right. Instead of doing the multi-platform release, they stagger the platforms in order to get people to buy them again, which. Uh, um, you know what? Ultimately, what what works better than a petition is just buying the thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like. Ultimately, companies will listen to uh, listen to your wallet more than they listen to your mouth because they know that, you know, That's if right. you're willing to sacrifice something for something that you're passionate about, then. Yeah, in, even in Germany, there was something that's not related directly to a game itself, but they were going to ban violent games. And there's enough people that petitioned against that, that they listened and they're like, OK, we'll just look at how we um, try to stop miners from getting a hold of violent games, which is the better approach, the nuanced approach, yeah. you know? Um, so, so, you know, it, it's just very interesting how, uh, you know, when it comes to Gundam Evolution, the drama to me, it, it, you know, I think the takeaways I'm trying to get from this is let people enjoy what they want to enjoy and don't crap on things that people are enjoying. If I'm enjoying GBO2, don't crap on it because Gundam Evolution got canceled. 
if someone mm. wants a petition for Gundam Evolution or wants to try to get it to run on their own, I think let them. That's good for game preservation for everyone in the long run. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, you know, that really has been the theme of Gundam this year, right? It's like, same yeah. thing with, like, Witch from Mercury, you know? For Witch from Mercury fans, you can enjoy G-Witch without shitting on 45 years of Gundam animation that came before it. That's right. And by the same token, for guys like me that are Zeta fans, it's like, you know what? You can you can watch G-Witch. I've got my Zeta Blu-rays. I'm not, you know, it's it's not for me, but you know i don't there's this strange um compulsion that human beings have where we want everyone to be the same and but but we don't want them to be the same as someone else we want them to be the same as us it's like a survival <laughs> thing it's like a group thing and i think that's kind of ingrained in our subconscious of how we survive it's like if as long as we're yeah. together we're surviving but since we're in an age where that's not 100% necessary, like, physically, like, at any moment, oh, I need to be with my tribe. We still have those tribal tendencies. And I think, mm -hmm. yeah, again, like you said, this year has been a good example of being able to reflect on that and maybe change, and I have had to do this too, kind of change my approach to how I communicate with people about that. And and that's opened my eyes too. Like, uh, like the new, um, our new uh, social media intern here on the, or social media specialist really here on the Gundam Explain side, way more open-minded about exploring and discussing with, you know, people with uh, Gundam. And that's opened my eyes too on, you know, all that stuff. And, and, and yeah. I'm hoping it gets me to, to it, it, like when I want to talk about something I don't like to come from a place where I'm less bashing it and more doing a critical analysis. There you go. Because I don't want to not talk bad about something, but I want to do it in a way that is constructive. Yeah, is, is exactly in contributes to the conversation in a way that's see it's funny because you you are the amaro ray to my char asnable is you <laughs> are too patient with these people i just want to drop an asteroid on earth so that we can all become new types and understand one another <laughs> yeah uh, no i think the asteroids that have dropped on me that taught me that are my kids like they're at an age now where i've learned like more about how i need to be you know and and even <laughs> my own mental health online you know the more i get into this this channel is growing the more there's online communication everywhere. that's so. true yeah, so anyway um that's it with yeah gundam evolution at the end of the day i hope it continues somehow um yeah i mean it'll it'll continue to live on in the hearts and minds and uh until then you know like bill and ted say be excellent to each other yeah okay that was a good one that was a good one to end on um, moving on real quick before we get to our next main topic, I want to bring up Sig New York is doing this plastic model building community meetup in New York uh, on Saturday, August 12th from 12 to 5. It's pretty cool. Free admission, all ages welcomed. That's just an awesome opportunity if you're out yeah. there to meet up. Again, community, you know, <laughs> the, what's the good word for community? Friends, uh, friends yeah. hanging out or something. Friendship. Um, yeah, friendship of, uh, yeah, doing some Gundam building, meeting some other people. Um, so yeah, uh, Sig New York will be out there. You can follow them on Twitter. And I think I have links to Sig New York in the, um, uh, they're a, uh, can, they're a sponsor of this channel. So, um, you can check them out in the links below. Yeah. Good bunch of guys. A lot of some, some talented yeah. Gunplot builders in that group. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're, they're keeping the friendly dream alive. Um, that's, that's right. Um, okay. 
Moving on to something else here real quick is, you know, I'm big in the robot spirits line. You know, again, it's not building. And I wonder how blasphemous it is to be into Gundam collecting the figures but not build them. You know, I, they're different. You know, honestly, hobbies. I think that that's probably closer to Tamino's vision of a Gundam fan since, since Yoshiyuki, Yoshiyuki Tamino can't stand Gunpla builders and oh, yeah. hates the Gunpla fandom. You know, I think that the the uh, robot spirits is the way to go if you well, want to be a true Tamino. Well, it's interesting <laughs> though that you bring that up because when I'm buy, buying a robot spirits figure, it's like, oh, I love this representation, this design of this mobile suit. A lot of time with Gumpla building, that's like a completely different hobby. That's super, super creative, artistic people that want to construct something, and they sometimes don't care what it is. They're just like, okay, this is a badass robot I can build. And it's neat that yeah. there's that crossover. Like, I like to build things, but I'm more building Gundam because I like the Gundam designs. I get into the lore, and I want representation of that lore. So I think it's neat how there really are these different camps, and they do collide yeah. too. Um, especially like a lot the of two sides of the Warhammer, you know, hobby is where you know you've got the the war gamers and you've got the painters, and you yeah. know there's some bleed over there, but. Like, that's you a know, neat example. People will fall into one of those two categories. Yeah, that that's a neat example, and and so that is the thing with these robot spirits. Is for me, these are like the most accurate they've been able to get. You know, as an action figure, because I've I've collected action figures in the past, and what's cool about them coming out with this blue Destiny line is now this is getting to some very interesting action figures based on the video games, and you know, so they've covered a lot of the anime. We recently got Oh Wait the MS Team finished. And those introduced the ground Gundams. They've done an excellent job of them. They're called Ver Anime because they look just like they do in the anime. So seeing that they're doing the Blue Destiny is awesome because, again, it, there's a manga, but video game. And I, if we look at this, if I'm not mistaken, this is the video game version and not the manga version. I think the manga version has like that different antenna on yeah, its head. Yeah, slightly different face yeah. shape. And so I hope this leads to other Gundam video games. Like, I know they already have the, the white Dingo GM Sniper 2. What if they come out with the GM? Um, the Pale Riders, uh, so from Missing Link. I think yeah. there's a lot of opportunity there. Uh, yeah, because they've now got to the point where the, the bodies do exist. Like, I have an old GM Sniper 2, but Tom, another one of our supporters, told me that they did make a new GM Sniper 2 which is the same body as a Pale Rider. So since they have a new one in the new construction, that could be some Pale Rider ones coming out. Um, and that could be part of the bleed over. Like you said, since they just wrapped up 8th MS team, they have more of these yeah. ground Gundam molds that they can just tweak ever so slightly to yeah. fit the, the Blue Destiny. Line. Yeah, that's so... I mean, we've got the BD-1 and then the Efreet, Um And I... Uh, awesome shots here, though. And, and it has... See, this is cool because it has the different uh, visors to put in, you know, for the exam system or not. Very cool. Um, and I think, and I don't know if it's in on this page. Wow, I love the effect parts on the chest. But uh, there's also, um, yeah, the Afrit. And so this could then lead to um, coming out with, like, the, the um, Blue Destiny Unit 2, Unit 3, which would then, again, just be the same molds. Hey, I'm hoping for an Afrit knocked, maybe a Gundam Seventh. You know, some of those 0081 units. Yeah, that's a that's a good call on that too. I wonder. 
I wonder if they would, uh, like, if there's any particular order they're going to go in when they come out with these other figures, because then, yeah, 0081, um, timeline-wise, would be soon. Yeah, I don't know. That, mm -hmm. that uh, but it's interesting, because I just recently built the Blue Destiny in uh, high grade, and it's funny, it looks like exactly the same. So <laughs> I would love to do a side-by-side -side comparison. Um, yeah, uh, definitely. I do... I, and, you know, I think you and I have talked about this, um, at least with the UC suits, there seems to be sort of a convergence going on between the uh, robot spirits and the high grade kits. Like they they seem to look closer and closer to yeah. each other. Um, not so with the AU suits, like you said, with um, with the Gundam Ariel, the robot spirits oh, yeah. almost That's looks right. like a completely different design. It's like the same, but different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, no, you're right. That's it's weird that the aerials like that, but with some of these others, they've kept it pretty close. Um, yeah, I even have the the ground Gundam high grade. There's some slight variations, but you wouldn't notice it uh, right off the bat. Um, I'm trying to think of some other ones that I've gotten recently, but yeah, I think like I see there was another one. Yeah, I can't think of it, but there are a few that have been like that recently. I think um, EPO series. Might also be one, but anyway, yeah, looking forward to um, uh, to that when it releases. Uh, I think it's going to be like January, I think, but just something else to pre-order. so that is one that you're going to pick up is the Blue Destiny? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll get them both, the Blue Destiny and the um, Afrit, but I don't wonder if on this website they happen to have, um... oh, here we go. Yeah, there it is. Now, those are some sweet effect parts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, look at this. I even built the model kit of this, and it looks very similar, actually, but uh, without the color-correcting stickers, it looks better with the factory paint. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this thing looks great. Um, yeah, there's and, effect. and the posability on this is way better than the high grade. That's Yeah, that's another good point. The posability is a lot better because you don't have to worry have about like that janky skirt that yeah. kind of inhibits leg motion. Right. Um, and then, you know, something popping off uh, yeah. as you're moving it. Yeah, the flames on it look sick. Like, look at that. That is sweet. And, and uh, yeah, I'm super going to want to get these. Uh, you know, they're getting a little pricier, but they're still under 100 But speaking of that, on P. Bandai, they have the, um, the Nightingale. The new Nightingale, it's like a special coating version, so it looks metallic, yeah. has real-time markings. It's like it's 330 or something. <laughs> like, I want that, but I don't know if I could drop that. <laughs> I, it's funny, because then I think sometimes, yeah. like, I'm trying to buy, I want to buy a new camera, another camera to use, a DSLR. And that could be anywhere, depending on what you get, 700 to 1,000. And it's like, that's just like a couple high-end robot spirit action figures. And it's like, what would I rather have? You know, that's, <laughs> it's very interesting to be in that dilemma. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. All right. At yeah. least you're not choosing between that and like food. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah th that is exactly right. Um, but yeah, because that's the other part. It's like, I have a budget for, for fun. Yeah. And, it's like, what is more fun, an action figure or the camera? You know, and it's like, even if I want to get one of them, it's like, well, this might be a couple months worth of budget. And yeah, and then it, 
and but Adam, if you get the camera and not the figure, then what are you going to take pictures of? <laughs> See, there you go. I'm glad. I'm glad I told you about this. All right. Um, and then yeah, let's get into some GB two GB GBO two stuff. Um, yeah, because it's the five year anniversary, which is really cool that yeah the game has lasted that long and. I remember back when I first played it, it was right when I got into Gundam, actually. And I and I downloaded it, you know, from the uh, Southeast Asia servers. Yeah. Um, play it, not knowing what the heck I was doing. So they have PvP or PvE missions in it, and this one has the Elmeth, which is awesome. That is pretty sweet. I, yeah, I can't wait to play against that. Um, they have a mission where you can play as the High New, just in case you didn't get it. Um... Oh, I love when they do that, when they do open up the simulator so that you can, you know, test run suits that you don't have. Yeah. Um, I wish that they would kind of cycle those a little bit more frequently. Yeah, that is a good point. Or just have it set up where you can choose any suit. But it's and it's not like you can use you don't it. get to keep it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like you can use it in the main game and get tokens from it, but at least like you can sit and play with it. And what, what's cool, too, is so I had saved up my tokens um on playstation for a while and i had enough to do so there's seven steps for the high new and you can get it at any step but it's guaranteed by the seventh i was able to use all of my because they give you tokens too for this anniversary special i used up all my tokens to the sixth step didn't get it i got some badass stuff though i got a banshee um which is awesome so what i'm gonna do is I was like, okay, well, maybe this is an example of me spending money on this game because I generally don't. And so my thought process was I'm usually buying a new game. I, well, I should word it as I haven't bought a game in a while. I, I would normally buy games pretty often, like at least once a month, if not more. And I haven't bought a game in a while. And I'm like, you know what? I can justify, you know, how much are the tokens? And while they're kind of pricey, they are doing a special where, like, for $30, for instance, you can get 60 tokens. That's two pulls. That guarantees me a high new plus another pull. So it's one of those things with GBO2 is in gaming in general. I'm not big, and I'm not a big fan of buying currency to do the gotcha stuff in games. Like, as much right. as I love GBO2, that's one aspect I don't like. And luckily, it's not intrusive. I can get a lot of value out of the game without doing it. Yeah. Um, but I I think I justified doing it this weekend. I think I'm going to do that. Well, you know, it's um not to not to veer off into like marketing talk, but you know, okay. it's one of those things where when you talk about like the vicious pricing model versus the virtuous pricing model, the idea is, you know, if you're in marketing, you're selling a product and you sell something for, you know, super cheap, what you're basically telling the customer is that you don't have to invest much time into this. You, you know, you're telling them that it's not worth it, right? And so for a game like GBO2, which as much as I love it, you know, it is one of those freemium, you know, pay, pay at what you want type games. Yeah. Um, when you give something away like that for free, you're basically kind of telling the players, well, you know, you don't have to play it if you don't want to. Um, yeah. What, one of the things that's like, okay, well, did I want to pay $70 for Tears of the Kingdom? Not not very much. You know, I would have preferred 60 maybe even 50 But yeah. the point is, I did pay 
$70 for Tears of the Kingdom. It was a little bit less because I had some like Nintendo coins that knocked the price down oh, a little bit. But oh, that's neat. Um, the, the point is, I am investing so much more time in it because I had to make that contribution to, to, to play it, you know? Yeah. So it's one of those things where, you know, the psychology of pricing models and things like that come into play. And I think that sooner or later, game developers are going to learn that if you price things more expensively, then people will feel more connected to them. They'll feel more invested in them, quite literally, like where they're investing their currency into it. They're investing their yeah. time. So I will play this game to get the most out of it. And I feel like that's going to be the same for you. Is like, you know, as someone who doesn't put a lot of money into GBO2, you are going to make an investment to get this high new, and therefore yeah. you're going to play the game more in order to get your get your money's worth out of it. Yeah. For the people that, you know, play it two times and hate it, you know, that's, you've got what you paid for. Yeah. And you know what? You bring up a good point because I, I enjoy playing it so much that I had enough tokens to pretty much complete that uh, banner anyway, the steps of yeah. the banner. Now I'm just on the last one. So it, it, it's, that's a, like when I, at my age now, I'm really conscious about my purchasing. And so I'm able to have, all, I'm able to look at all the variables and be like, well, because of this, this, and this, and this, you know what? I'm going to put some money into it. I am. Yeah. And, and you know, another thing, too, is, and I think they they might have it down here on this page. I don't know. I haven't looked at everything. But they're also selling a, yeah, I don't know. Uh, they have a bunch of discounts in the tokens you can get, and one of them comes with a, a suit called the GM Raid. Um, so that's also yeah, something else if you want to get a, a suit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It happens to be general. <laughs> that's something else if you want to get a suit. Um uh, along with the tokens and so there's another survival map demon of the desert which is badass so a bunch oh, of treats yeah. um to do uh survival with yeah and the boss ghost of solomon that's awesome um and then it's so crazy like there's so much stuff in gbo2 where it's like as much as i love the game and i'm really into it i am not like the pro gbo2 dude like, that's what I use Talus for because, like, <laughs> I, there's so many little nuances. So, like, here's the adjustments that were made, you know, and then they have information on that. And sometimes old suits get adjustments or new skills. And then, um, let's see. Well, option menu, BGM customizing function has been added. Oh, that's very cool. That's neat. So that I didn't even know about until I just read it here live with everyone, but... That's just another thing. Like this game, they just keep adding stuff to, it. and and it's it's just amazing. It it is to me. It's amazing that they do. I it's like I almost feel like even in the West, I don't see any examples of games that just get so much valuable content that you can kind of get for free. Um, I think Fortnite does a pretty good job of that, but. A lot of times, you'll maximize it by buying the battle pass, which that's even a pretty good value. Uh, I think I don't. I forget if the battle pass is like ten or twelve a month, or no, yeah. a season. I'm sorry, it's a season, which could right. be a few months. But yeah, then it has all the things you mm -hmm. unlock, and apparently you can get enough uh, V bucks. Yeah, that's what it's called in a battle in a battle pass to then pay for the next one. So it's. It's in, 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 then it makes me think how on one hand it's kind of sad because what they're doing is 
it's a very logical system that really feeds on the illogical you know like of like oh but if i just spend this i'll get all this right now or you know and hey there's some people that makes them happy to some people they're spending their money on that instead of maybe uh, someone that spends money on like updating their car or you know an old muscle car or something so it's true yeah i don't want to knock on it um yeah um oh it's interesting too the the um high new gets a ink spot camouflage which is interesting because that's like the one i don't like <laughs> yeah but, but it's just cool that that's an option uh for people that want that yeah if you, and, if you want that rhino skin look yeah and if if people haven't been playing it that much you can actually log in right now and get a whole bunch of free suits and it's a lot of zeta suits also um so like cubley uh, the o the zeta uh some other suits so i think it's a good yeah, good, good time to get into it if you haven't especially knowing how much they support the game yeah and i mean there's so much more content now recently thanks to you know folks like you folks like talos um i think you know seiji probably dropped a few videos as well you know just those those kind of intro how to get over the hump of that that high barrier to entry yeah. you know or you know i, I don't want to say high barrier to entry but the the learning curve that is gpr2 yeah no exactly and, and another thing i, I kind of have struggles with it because as much as i like gbo2 i personally don't want to make this a GBO2 channel, you know, I no. it, for me like video games complement the world, the whole Gundam world. And so, you know, um and even my GBO2 videos don't do nearly as good as my other videos, but I still enjoy making them. So every once in a while, if I'm happy about something GBO2 related, I'm going to push it. But well, the favorite stuff for me is like lore stuff, and those do really well, and I like that because I feel like it's just a discussion on interesting lore, uh, you know, of the Gundam world. So, yeah. yeah, and see, you can always start incorporating some GBO two footage into your lore videos. You know, like hey, I'm <laughs> that. You know what? That's not a bad idea. In fact, I did that for the high new one. Uh, I took some of the. You know that that is a good idea. Um, I'll have to see, and I don't know if this is possible. A way to like. If I went into training or, or something or custom and turn off the HUD, I would love to be able to do that. So I can get some like clean footage where I can make it like my own. I'm sure there's a way to do that on PC. Yeah, um, cool. Because I was doing that with like the dissecting Gundam videos, as, you know, in order to skirt the copyright strikes of showing, you know, an animation directly from the show. It's like, well, I'll show clips from Dynasty Warriors Gundam. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good that's a good point on that. Um yeah, so anyway, um Yeah, I think that's I think that's it for this episode. Uh it, it was kind of game heavy, um but you know, that's what's going on right now in I mean, the world it's, of Gundam. It's the anniversary. There's really not yeah. a whole lot of other news in in the Gundam verse outside of yeah, you know, GBO2 celebration, so I'm thinking this fall though, there's going to be some crazy stuff. We're probably going to get more information on Requiem for Vengeance, the the meta build verse Thing, series that's coming out um and yeah i'll yeah. have fun talking about that stuff but yeah again you know uh hatter and i will be out in north carolina around galaxy con so if you want to meet up let us know i don't know if we'll really be there really but just in the area um yeah. and um what else is going on? i think that's really 
about it. Uh, had or anything else to bring up? No, no, that's the most exciting thing that I'm looking forward to. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, cool. We'll do some so, people watching outside of the con, see yeah. what the cosplay situation looks like. Yeah, see, I'm, <laughs> I was thinking, depending on time, I might do that, where I go out there, you know, my wife is coming too, so she can film me, and I can just, like, interview people, try to make it funny. I like doing stuff like that. Um, yeah. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, thanks for everyone that's joined. Um, you know, subscribe if you haven't. That helps me out. Also, you know, this is a podcast on all the podcast channels, so there's that if you want that too. I check the links in the description for uh, Hatter's channel for all the other supporters uh, stuff. Uh, some of the other hey, supporters, depending you. on their tier, can share their links. Oh. Yeah, so, Sweet. all right. Well, thanks, everyone. We will talk later. Thanks.